Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. As you hear from the theme, it is a Star Wars episode, and it's going to be Star Wars number nine. Me and Matt are going to be going through where we get to see a story centered more on the Pathfinders than anything else. And the Pathfinders, if you're not aware, a cool little group with Poe Dameron's father included amongst their ranks but before we go into that let me tell you where you can go and join the ranks of the get fresh crew beep boop you can go over to twitter and follow us at ws marvel comics the ws stands for weird science that makes sense but it also makes sense in my mind that if you get followed by somebody you should follow them back as a courtesy and as something that i think would end up making us all come together as one a little more than we were a minute before then but you could also go to our website at weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com where we have news previews and reviews for all of the marvel books that come out each and every week and then if you want to and you need more weird science and want to help support us but also get a lot in return you can go over to our patreon patreon.com slash weird science where when you sign up for as little as a dollar you'll be given an rss feed and you'll get a ton of podcasts that'll hit that feed almost every single day more than once you get a lot one of the things you'll get these Star Wars episodes and all the episodes on the podcast a a little bit early. Usually the Star Wars stuff comes out on a Friday as an early access to the Saturday regular feed, as well as our separate X-Men podcast and our normal Wednesday podcast with all of the new books right there. And then, but that's enough of that little infomercial to start things out let's get into this me and matt are going to be going through star wars number nine all right and i'm here with matt how you doing matt very good very good and we're going to be doing a star wars number nine we're back to the main title here we have one book and uh, this might be real quick this might be the quickest podcast we've ever done (laughs) together because it's kind of things push through here to be almost a one-shot I mean, there is a a reason for it, and you have some setup, but when you get to it, this is a Pathfinder's issue. This is almost like a Star Wars Ocean's Eleven, except it just goes really quick. You don't get a lot of, like, intricacies of a heist, because Mm -hmm. that's what this is. Basically, it's, hey, hey, Needles, you you end up dying while we grab this robot and run. (laughs) It's basically what it is, but it is Star Wars number nine, written by Charles Soule. Art by Jan Belzadwea, colors by Rachel Rosenberg, and letters by VCs Clayton Cowles. And I wanted to make sure that it wasn't Jan Belzadwea, and I looked it up. It is Jan. Uh, okay. And uh, she does really good art. I was actually on her Twitter. looks really awesome. And the thing yep. is that the art in this at first, it, it kind of threw me off because I didn't quite like the Princess Leia on the first page. Uh, but then the Chewbacca and pretty much Lobot with dreads, I think, is one of the yeah, biggest the things in this. So Lobot has dreads, and it made me smile. Uh, but here is the the crawl, Operation Starlight Part 1, the ancient relic, the heroic rebel alliance is scattered and on the run from the evil galactic empire after losing the Battle of Hoth. But the empire's cunning commander, Zara, has broken rebel security codes and will stop at nothing to crush the rebellion once and for all. Princess Leia attempts to rally her friends before all hope is lost. And we're going to continue... Pretty much what Princess Leia has been doing 
all along, except the one time she made Luke show the lightsaber to inspire everyone. But all along, this has all been about the rebel fleet trying to get them back together, trying to get everybody, you know, in one place. But they can't because if they try to signal to them, they're going to sell themselves out and Mm -hmm. they're going to sell out all the rebels because we've had it happen where... They end up sending out the call, hey, don't do this. And then that fleet just gets destroyed. So they're trying to figure out how they can send a a communication deal uh, that won't be, you know, stolen, won't be translated by the Empire and Tsar herself. And so you have that as a setup. That's not a real exciting setup. I mean, the the setup and the, the real story that's going on, besides what we get here, is we need to find an unbreakable code. That That's pretty much it Everybody's talking I love that You have all this going on Princess Leia's there talking You got Luke, Lando Dreadlock, Lobot, Chabot You know, all <laughs> of them there But they, they Leia already knows what she's going to say She has all of them yelling out ideas, right? Especially yep. Lando who doesn't make any sense. And luckily, Chewbacca tells him he's an idiot. And that's what I think he's like. He's like, I'm not an idiot, Chewbacca. Because Lando, after hearing, <laughs> well, we send out the codes. They find out where they are and where we are. And we all get killed. Lando says, well, how about trans, you know, transmit two codes? One, I'm like, that's mm-hmm. not how it works, Lando. Uh, but it all ends up being that C-3PO has a plan. Now, Great. this plan, yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, it, it's whiny, not give enough info C-3PO to extend everything <laughs> as he always does. At one point, R2-D2, who I love, and why I love him, always throws shade at C-3PO mm-hmm. pretty much. Like, I will get to the point, R2. I'm like, yeah, please. Thank you, R2. I mean, R2's <laughs> like his editor. He, you know, he's there just to say, Let, let's get things going. And really, if you ever had anything... In the Star Wars universe that might be the worst thing It would be C-3PO as a stand-up comic He'd never get to the punchline He's crazy Though, where you need to get this C-3PO, though, in New Hope Says he's not a storyteller he, he does mm-hmm. say that to Luke when, hey, man, you must, you must have seen some action. What's going on? Well, I'm not much of a storyteller. But he learned by, by Return of the Jedi, that guy is, but, but it's all cinematics and, and voice changes that he does. He scared the crap. Two Ewoks crapped their fur while he was telling the story, <laughs> especially about Darth Vader. So really, when C-3PO has a plan, anything like this, please make, make it more you know, cinematic there, C-3PO. We, we don't want to hear your whining. Uh, we want to see you show some, you know, visuals. But the setup of this is it's kind of convoluted and it kind of takes a bit of an explanation to get to all of this because it's going to be this unknown language, this language that Triwalk had. And you, you go mm-hmm. with this because basically it's C-3PO giving them the most impossible thing to do, which they do. And then we'll get to the end. But you he, he would there. never know about this Triwalk language. No. It's just no. crazy. He pulls it out of his butt, so to speak. He, he certainly does. <laughs> I mean, this is something where you you can imagine that C-3PO, you know, we like to think of him as a smart guy. He's cautious. He's kind of whiny. He's a historian. That. Yeah, but out of nowhere, he knows this one thing, but he seems to like, well, I kind of, you know, everybody knows about, well, if everybody knows and you start to, it's a weird deal. If he knows about it and he knows how to describe it, you would think that even when they said, well, no, all protocol droids won't, won't the Empire's protocol droids know that? No, no, no. Only one knows the deal. Well, it just seems a very odd thing. And plus, a lot of the times that's been set up, as I said, it wasn't just the message 
that was being decoded and done. It was actually just the transmissions where they were mm. tracing them. They could mm-hmm. see where they were going and where they're coming. So it, it to me, it is a bit It doesn't worse. matter what they say. It's the fact that they're using yeah. transmissions. Yeah, because yeah. at one point they were just going to say to switch to another, you know, thing, another channel, or just don't send. At one point, I think that they actually did not send out a message to not send messages. I mean, because the other fleets were sending them out, and that's what was getting them caught. And so mm-hmm. you ended up. Now, I understand that eventually we're together. You want to, you need this code. You really do. But the idea of the scattered fleet seemed to be more of we need radio silence. But with radio silence, we're not able to tell them and warn them that there's trouble yep. or also get them to come to us. So it, it actually, yeah, it actually uh, didn't play out as well for me. To just what you get here is a Pathfinder's issue, like I said. But you go because mm-hmm. you end yeah, up. He wants to. He wants complain. to create a. Yeah, he wants to create an entire code based around that ancient language yeah. that nobody yeah. will understand. And and um, just imagine you get this code because the code is a. Not, it, it was a spoken by cave dwelling <laughs> species that involved independent and and also it's just sounds from the natural environment and subtle interactions of air and mouth parts mouth is parts. what he said <laughs> so how is that translated in a code like are they it's beatboxing not. because that's all i'm thinking if you're doing mouth parts you're <laughs> <laughs> they're doing that it's like i'm c3po and i'm here to say we're gonna transmit code every day that's all i think yep. he's gonna do break it on down then he's gonna cross his arms and then r2 is gonna spin around on his head Break and then dance. land on the side like they always do, right? That's really they're gonna have to have a breakdance mat. Is really what they really need. Throw a piece of cardboard down. Can you imagine C three PO rapping? It would be the worst. It'd be worse than what I just did. That was pretty darn bad, right? It would be so bad. Uh, yes, I should have had you give me a beat, but uh, yeah. So they need some people, and and it reminded me. This reminded me a lot of the whole Return of the Jedi. You know, with hey, we got to get somebody in there with this code, man. Huh, somebody be crazy to do that and it's Han and, and you know all that but it's the pathfinders which is cool enough and and really the big thing about the pathfinders is that it's poe dameron's dad is in mm-hmm. there with them uh and so that's pretty cool enough right yeah, yeah it's so, okay it's a little yeah. forced but it's I, it I, is, I, I, but I like, you know. we've had them we've had his, his in, mom in as well i think that she's sitting right next to him as they End mm-hmm. up doing this, but it, it it is a cool tie-in, and again, you get Kess Dameron is the deal, but also Needle and Frell. I like Needle actually, and uh, Needle's an alien. Lando has a great line, and and Needle goes back with it. Was like I thought we were friends. Needle, he's like, no, we're friends. We're friendly, we're not friends. That's pretty good. <laughs> but is. really, you end up seeing that uh, the big thing is they have to get this like. The original protocol droid. It's you know. Yeah, the there's talking. one left. Yeah, there's one, one left. left in the entire galaxy, and and and, and C3PO knows about it. Yeah, somehow. he knows about it. Knows exactly where it is, and they're where able it is. to trace. This is the weirdest thing because you end up, and it's on Coruscant. That's the big, you know, of rub of it, of course. And it's in the federal district in the museum, uh, a museum of the Imperial Museum. Then, and I don't mind this idea, but Charles Sewell throws this in as almost like. Nazi gold type thing, you know, mm-hmm. like how the Nazis grab. And I don't mind the idea of how the whole curator, who you said you like, this this guy going around, <laughs> he, he doesn't ever touch the ground. He's no. flying around in his, uh, you know, space age, I guess, air chair 
going right he's still you said it's like moda well, it's, it's got around. little feet on it which yeah. are creepy to me there's little so feet. crazy yeah so but so, i did yeah. i did want to mention jim that he does walk uh, yeah, there's, yeah, there's he one does. Panel well, where he gets up at lazy and gets his lazy to? ass out of the chair and well, walks he away. I don't like know. to walk, but the, the <laughs> thing that's weird about this is that the curator, you have the exhibits, right? And you see this, and at one point you end up having a diversion by needle, and he's going to yell, "The this is from my planet." And I like the guy's mm-hmm. response because it's the piece of crap type of response, like. Well, we're we're holding it for you right now during times of unrest. Like if it wasn't for us, they'd probably get destroyed because you guys are nonsense on your the the things that would be destroyed, you gotta imagine are the Empire going and ripping things apart. So it doesn't quite work, but I like his, you know, MO of trying to explain that he's not as much of a piece of crap as you want. But the thing that gets me here is that you end up having these exhibits and you have the setup that, oh, hey, just a package from Kashyyyk came in. What's going on? Oh, man, look at this. And you have the, the curator. Oh, man, those stupid ape Wookiees. Like, what the heck can yeah, they do? That's racist. art. He's racist. Yeah. He's a guy who just, like, everything has to. So he's like, ah, should we put this in the regular gallery in the primitive section? And he's like, <laughs> it's not even good enough for that. Take it to my personal chambers. And you're you're getting the idea the personal chambers are the real things, right? Because like yeah. he is putting them aside. Like he's the only one who knows. It doesn't end up that way as much, though. Especially by the end when they don't even realize it seems to be gone. But the thing that bothers me with this is if the if they're in the regular museum, if this robot they're going after is there, I understand why it would be cataloged there then. But it's mm-hmm. in this curator's personal stash that i don't think is on the books i don't think that he'd be like okay well let's put the like is there a website the virtual tour of the it's not gonna be said so c3po knowing it was there i wish that you would have had something like well the last time that it was you know said was years ago and it ended up being here but there's no real a to b to c mystery type of thing that i would expect from this where they're trying to find now this is a and this is why by the end i think that this is a one-shot forced issue and you throw the pathfinders in just to give people wink winks and things Mm -hmm. like that because there's not much i I expected more i expected that and that he has this like is this thing from kashik now is that somebody could find it because it's in his chambers well, it maybe seems he gets, really odd. He might have access to the original that it delivered to the address. But That's not what I'm saying. But I wish went. they said that. But even when they get, they have pretty much a beacon right to the curator. Oh, it's in his personal stash. They actually say that uh-huh. in this. with no that, cameras. Yeah, that you know, yeah, and that that that's why it it like makes it like a, a real convenient deal. But say you went to you wanted to steal a book from the Quaker Town Library here in my town, and you <laughs> went there. And it's like the the mystery and the cool sequence of something like this. Like you find out this book is actually the last of its kind, but also it has secret mad. We're talking Da Vinci Code crap now. You you yeah. go to the library and I'm going to get this. Oh, yeah, it's on this shelf. You go, it's gone. And then you're like, okay, now now you have to see who got it out the last time. You go yeah. there and you find out that guy's dead, but he was re- – you find out it's in my basement. That's where I'm getting to. But it, just the <laughs> idea of it, you wouldn't just come in there like, Oh, well, I just looked. It's in Jim's basement. That's the intriguing stuff of these things. Also, the intriguing stuff of stories like this is the tension that is built as the 
guys, the good guys here, the, the Pathfinder, they're going to get caught. But you never really get that. It ends up ending too soon. It goes mm-hmm. way too quick from point A to B. Even the idea where Dreadlock Lobot, he's in town. I, I think that when they get there, because Lando and Lobot uh, end up that they have to take them. They need a smuggling ship to set up for the Millennium Falcon, though I think the Millennium Falcon might be a little too well known. But you end up where they take them to Coruscant. Land, Lando, and Lobot want to get the hell out of there, but the Pathfinder's like, no. We're using Lobot. We like his dreads. We're going to do this. He What's just, up with his dreads? I don't know. I, I think it's a cool look, but it's a weird look because it's dreads, but he's also starting to look like he's turning into the Predator. That's what I think. I think yeah, this is where it, we're going to end up combining universes because I think Marvel did buy the Predator. Deal. <laughs> Lobot's Predator. I mean, seriously. Maybe he looks he is, crazy. If you flip page to page and look at his face, he is dead. His yeah. eyes are dead, oh, yeah. dead inside. You I mean, know what's is. funny about these? These I don't think that we've seen these before because if we did, we would have mentioned them. And it's almost like at the beginning when Lando is sitting, you don't see Lobot. He's sitting next to Chewbacca and Lobot, but you never see. I think that this is supposed to be like the big thing. Even when you do, if you don't look real close, he has them there, but you don't see him. And then all of a sudden he's, he's freaking, he's like, hey, Lando, man. He's, he's from Jamaica. Now. <laughs> but So with, with all this, though, you get there. Lobot just goes to the easiest thing to plug into right to gets out his ipod downloads yeah. a bunch of music from napster yeah and he's like okay but even like the setup like a lot of times with these things the cool setup all of a sudden lars ulrich is pissed somebody got yeah. some metallica now they're gonna sue you end up napster. where some of the things are <laughs> yeah they're, they're either the setup like you, you get that well first we're gonna do that like the whole oceans 11 deal you don't mm-hmm. get that and then when they get there you're just boom, 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 because they go into the museum. Needle is going. You do kind of like Needle because he, he has that line to land those. Mm-hmm. You're like, all right, this guy's got some spunk here. He's got forearms. Yeah, cool. yeah, and he's got forearms. He's got a hell of a forearm. You end up <laughs> where he goes in and he's going to cause the stink. He's like, well, let's. And they don't even have a plan. He sees that there is a relic from his planet. Luckily, Luckily basically there. but uh, luckily and luckily it's just a statue that looks just like him so we can be <laughs> like okay so he goes over and i don't mind this like how but the idea of me going to again if this is on earth and i go to you know the new york museum of natural we go there and all of a sudden i see something i'm like hey that, but this is a gala and like the, the idea that he's screaming yelling that's his he has no idea I'd, if i was the curator i'd be like you guys take care of it kick this guy out but he's yelling he's causing a scene uh because he's saying that you guys stole this this is from my planet whatever and so you end up having that as a distraction so that the pathfinders can get into the you know the private quarters the yeah his quarters the curator's quarters because now he has to come down and Mm -hmm. take care of this all and uh, yeah they're going but they're having trouble breaking in the door and so they call down the needle and like hey we need some more time the curator uh, at that point famous is about last to come words. out. Yeah, and he ends up, and I, I think Needle knows what he's getting into. He takes out his com, crushes it, and says, I'll see you if I see you. Yeah, as far as we know, at the end of this, he's dead because mm-hmm. he ends up stealing the thing. That's all he can think of. And a lot of times that would be a, a fun moment, like, oh, my, look at him, and he's going, let me see him use the four, on, you know, tossing it between his arms and stuff, and the guys uh-huh. are playing, you know, a monkey in the middle or whatever with it. But no. <laughs> They end up just capturing him like, yep, stealing, you're dead. 
That's it. And you end up where you don't even really see them grab this robot. How did they get it out? How did they grab this big robot and run yeah. out while all this is going on? You don't see that. What get you end ba- up get seeing, back to the Millennium Falcon and fly yeah. off and all that. They don't talk yeah. about it. Oh, anymore. yeah. All of that. Because all you get is the curator kind of pissed off. Ah, oh, these people were of service to the Empire, you know, to them as well. And, and then he goes back into his private stash deal area. And we only see that this robot's missing now, mm-hmm. but he doesn't even notice. There's an empty case. This is one of the only things in a case in this. There's a lot of stuff laying around. That was in a case. And again, I wanted to believe that these things that he has as a private stash are the things that are cool or he knows more about it. But in the end, it's just junk. It really looks like, you know, you see this thing. It looks like junk. But the idea of it, mm-hmm. it just it, it actually looks like a med droid. If you ask me, yep. uh, it, doesn't it? It looks just yeah. like that. I'm waiting for him to go and try to find Luke, put him back in the back of the tank. But you end up where he goes by and he's like, eh, you know, they, they don't know what's worth anything. Just goes by the case. And then we end up back in the fleet and they got the droid C-3PO is going to spend up way too much time describing everything about it. Now he called it the talkie and all oh, this. And it's not as shiny <sighs> and cool as me. But, hey, I mean, Darth Vader made me, so I'm probably pretty cool. Uh, and then they go and he turns it on and it's. I'd like to think it's telling the, the first space off color joke there. <laughs> like that's all expletives. But I don't think it is. But he's like, oh, my, because when Whoa. C-3PO, I'm telling you, oh, my, as he always does. But, yeah, that's it's how would it's C- he, C-3PO said this corrupted, broken. But how would he even know that? Wouldn't this it? is the weird thing. I wish yeah. that when you had it, it, it turned on as like, first off, that's the other thing as well. I guess that it's not playing because you're not just going to. Tr- I think that this program, it doesn't just speak this, right? It, it's yeah, one it of speaks things, everything. It's everything. So when yeah. it does it, I guess that this would be like the error code type thing. I think that it would be more audio than mm-hmm. hearing this. We heard about this language, and I wish that C-3PO would have even said in his long-winded act, the idea that that other language being weather and, and mouth things and, and rapping and breakdancing, that is, it's a beautiful language, a language that when you hear it, I've been told that people would cry, something like that, <laughs> because then it's like, rawr, 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 you know, it's yelling and screaming, and uh, he's, oh my, I'm telling you, it's cursing him out. That's why uh-huh. he turned it off. It's actually... It's actually the the case. It does speak the language. It's not corrupted. He's just pissed. C-3PO's mad because it talks shape. But He's he ends up out. turning it off. And so all of this, including Needle dying, uh, ends up that this droid is corrupted. And then you want to think they can do something <laughs> about it. And then C-3PO's, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm all out of ideas. I have one I'm, idea. Please, I'm out. That that panel where they're yelling at him is great. Everybody's yeah. like just so dejected. Oh, they're and, pissed. Yeah, they're I mean, pissed. And they're like, what are we going to do? I don't know. I don't know. It's, That's how it ends. Needles like, had to I, die oh for God. this. Needles yeah. died for this. It's for this. crazy. Yeah. yeah. And and it's weird, too, because I know that I, I don't know why this would bother me, because they are uh, the rebellion and they're the ragtag deal. But I think that, you know, they end up bringing the shot. I don't know that the Pathfinders would be actually in the room with the old translation and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think they'd be just relaxing, but they're there yeah. to yell about needles and stuff. <laughs> so, you, so you end up there and everything. Look at Luke's just looking like, oh, oh C-3PO. Well, that's trouble. You know, you're going to continue getting us into trouble. You guys will. But they did get it. I, I guess that the big thing will be the fine. And it seems like we're starting 
a scavenger hunt. A scavenger hunt just to end up getting a rebel code set up. And I, I it just I hope that it gets more than just this real quick force thrill of trying to, you know, do this. Even, even though I still did like some of it. I did like the Pathfinders. I thought that they were cool enough. I wanted more. That's my biggest problem with this. I wanted mm-hmm. more than what we got because it went through too quick. And it is. You see even reviews that it is a shout out a bit of things for Rogue One. Pathfinder, I'm not a big Rogue One fan, so that's not going to get me. Uh, I just laughed at the end because I think that this is step one for everybody to hate C-3PO as much as me. And it's, it's more, that's the thing. I could take C-3PO more on the page because I don't hear, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not dissing <laughs> Tony Daniels. I'm just saying the, the lines that he has and yeah. whines and, and bitches and moans the all British the British accent. That's what get me. But yeah. it's kind of the funny deal, obviously. You know, he's yeah. almost like the British butler is trying to be pop. <laughs> You know, the whole thing proper and stuff. And R2 is just this foul mouth guy. I like R2. And also it's like, you know, Laurel and Hardy or, you know, the, those teams, Abbott and Costello. They're the classic team, but still, still, he well, just gets on me and now well, everybody hates him. Technically, uh, C-3PO would be Luke and, and Leia's brother, right? I mean – yeah, kind of, you know. Yeah. He's, he's just brother, aside, because yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, Darth Vader he created him, him, so that yeah. would be like me saying, you know, the dinner I made last night is my kid's stepbrother. Oh, but hey, we can go okay. with that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're cannibals, I guess. Here, actually, they barely eat my dinner, so that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, overall, I want to give it a seven uh, because I mean, I still enjoy it. I I wasn't mad, and I love Lobot with the dreads, and the curator part actually was the most interesting part. You know, him bitching and moaning and being a jerk. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I I might have to give it a six eight. Uh, this is to me just a it's the beginning of a new arc, but it's all set up. It's a, it's an idea where you get a guy killed for nothing. That seems you know Star Wars esque where you're down and out, and then you have to kind of come from that. But I wish that this was more instead of this the start of something. I wish this would have been a two issue deal so we could deal more with this heist and more in the fun of that. Two two would have been good. Yeah, two. yeah, especially because we don't really get a lot of that in the Star Wars universe except for mentions of stealing plans and things that are intriguing. So I would have liked to have seen how the Pathfinders would do this and make it, you know, kind of a smart and clever way. But this is just you go and scream and yell, we're going to break in, we're going to grab it and get out. And then that's all said and done. And then it doesn't work. So, yeah, six, eight, I'm going to go. I did like the art, though. What about you? I'm going to be more positive than you because you keep saying I'm less I'm less positive. So I'm going to go seven for this. Oh, geez. I'm I, li- I like seeing C3. Someone I said. <laughs> I like seeing C3PO kind of put in his place a little bit. I'm going to edit all that out. And you're going to seem like you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm seven, seven, one. Is that I'll say. But yeah, yeah, you, you're that. It's it's good enough. I'm gonna see. We'll yeah, see how right. it plays out and how it sets up everything else. Um, but it does look like the next issue. And I, I'll even say that at one point Luke wanted to go and like, no, 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 it's it's too dangerous for us. And I'm like, yeah, you just want to have the spotlight on the deal. Mm-hmm. You have to get needles dead. If Luke's there, you know, maybe he doesn't. The, but yeah, y- you end up where it's uh, the evil empire finally meets their match. Enter the daring pilots of the Rebel Starlight Squadron. So we're going to go off and probably see Poe's mother, who is one of the pilots. And actually, that intrigues me because we d- we haven't seen a lot of the. But but I think that how we had the 
big Luke arc, and then we had a little Leia, like, you're going to now focus on the side teams just to remind everybody what's going on and give everybody their look, but they're not going to give you as much as you're going to get with Luke and Leia and Lando and stuff. So I think that that's what's at play, but I kind of like it, although I see an A-Wing being destroyed in the background. I don't like that. I like the A-Wing, but yeah, we're going to go, and we'll be doing that next week, though. We have Darth Vader number eight, and we've been really enjoying that. Yeah, so we like that one. That'll be cool. So it looks like we have a bunch of weeks in a row. Like it's just that one book coming out. It seems to be, and that they they have four books. Why not do it that way? Why not yeah. give all of them their fair shake with that? Uh, but yeah, so far I'm still. I don't know with this issue. If Darth Vader kicks butt next week, it may vault over Star Wars. As my favorite one We'll see I mean I'm telling you If it's like oh my god Because I'm really enjoying that And the Darth Vader books Are always strong um, But yeah The the Star Wars is, It's kind of going A little bit down In my mind A little bit of a lull Yeah so, I'm, I'm putting Darth Above this right now Yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna wait I'm gonna see what happens uh, but I think that it might next week vault over We'll, we'll always at, at the end We'll have to give our ranks Because right now I think I, We said at one point Bounty Hunters was my least, but I'm thinking that that it's like a tie right now between that and Dr. Affer too. Affer. So we have to, everybody has to, you know, step up their game to see who's going to win. It'd be crazy if all of a sudden like <laughs> bounty hunters becomes our favorite one. But then it's again, we have, we have the new Republic one coming out. I think that's going to be my number one. That's going to be yeah. awesome. I can't wait yeah. for that. So we'll see how that is. But thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for joining me, Matt. As no we always say, Go over to the Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us, we'll follow you back. We have the website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com. And also, if you'd like to get these episodes early, usually our early access and also a ton of other shows, go over to Patreon.com slash WeirdScience. All those links will be in the show notes in the podcast deal, the description. So thanks, everybody. Check you out later.